0: Are you there? Alright, Luke 16 verse 19. We are reading it together. Read it from your Bible. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine lining and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gates full of sauce. Let's hold on a bit. Now, this is called a story of contrast, okay? Now, when you are doing biblical hermeneutics or you are learning how to interpret the Bible, or even you are reading a storybook, you will sometimes find that they tell stories of two people. They'll tell one pe- this person's story, then they'll tell the other person's story. Are you with me? And in, throughout the Bible, these kinds of stories are all, almost all over the Bible. They talk about one good person and one bad person, one successful person, and one failure. So here he's saying there was a certain rich man. So we don't know who that rich man is, but what we know is that the man was what rich, and he was clothed in purple. The color purple is the num is the color for royalty. Okay, it's today that people use gold as royalty, but those days gold wasn't something that depicted royalty. It's today that gold depicts royalty because today gold is very important, but those days. Kings were dressed in purple. If you were dressed in purple clothing, it meant that you were were a mighty man, you were a king, you were rich. Okay? So the Bible says he was dressed in purple and fine lining and fed sumptuously every day. In other words, he ate massively. Are you with me? If you have been to the house of a rich man, or if you have lived with a rich person, very a rich person, I'm not saying, someone who is trying to be rich. A rich person, they bring you, they will bring you, first of all, they will bring you water. When you take the water, you'll be there, then they'll bring you a drink. After the drink, they'll bring you a, a smoothie. Hey! Yeah, a smoothie can be sobolo, ginger drink, or even a cocktail or something. Before you, before you realize, there's chicken here. There's beef here. Say I'll be there. <laughs> there's beef here. Maybe there's shrimps here. There are lobsters here. And they asked you to choose. Yesterday, that's our Oh, Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I paid one of a pastor friend in the UK. Uh, where he liked me. So he just saw me and say he likes me. And we became friends. And came to Ghana and I went to meet him. I went for a funeral, but I met him as well. So he took me, we went to West Hill. There's a, there's a place they eat there, And he served as well. So the next day I was there, I said his sister said, hey, you a prophet came here. You he didn't bring the prophet to my house. coming." in. On well, yesterday, I was supposed to return around three, but I had other things to do. And we had to also go and meet the woman. And when we went to the house, I, some people are Rachel. Say I'll be there. Say I'll be there. I will be there. Oh, you don't want to be there. there. Hey. Yeah, come and see house. It was a story building. I mean, he had two halls in the building. One hall is down, one hall is up. And when I got to the first, I was like, wow, what a building. Not knowing it was just introduction. What a hall. Hey, come and see the TV, it's as big as this place. <laughs> hey, it's a blackboard, the TV is a blackboard. Then he said, please, do you want to be? Do you want to go upstairs or downstairs? I said, oh, upstairs, I want to see what's there. It's okay, upstairs. I thought upstairs will just be, and there's a dining hall downstairs and a dining hall upstairs. So everything that is downstairs is also upstairs. I'll Say, I'll be there. I'll be there there's a kitchen downstairs and a kitchen upstairs so that if you say I'll be, there. I'll be there so that if you you are you are maybe you feel like you don't want to come down you don't want to come down and cook down you can cook up as well and when we went to the upstairs oh my goodness in fact one thing I noticed was there were TVs all over the place and even when you are going upstairs there's a TV here so that maybe you will hear TV or hall or your friend said, "Bro, throw hall Oh, <laughs> I Say I'll be there. I'll be there. Now let me talk about the food because of this rich man. I was there. he brought me water. I said, oh, they brought it a table. He said, Will you eat in the dining hall? You want you here? Okay, this st- okay, use. Then they brought us a a, cost, a a dining table that is movable to the hall. And I realized cookies here. There's another drink here. There's some other drink here. Then they brought us bangu with with seafood. You know tilapia, whatever lobsters. Hey. Oh, by the time I was halfway, we did. By the time I mean, no drink. About, I did not have food in our ship. Miss me? We say me so. i didn't bro. See you. Say know. But before I was halfway through the banku, they had she had brought a jollof off again. Really? I said, hey, what is this? I, you are finishing this to eat this. I, 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 he said, "Even there's another one that is coming. Okay. Then I remembered the story of the rich man. Uh, <laughs> so Hallelujah. Uh, when you go to a rich man's house, that's how they feed you. They bring you all kinds of soda. If you say, I don't like... Okro, so oh you don't like okro, there's, um, there's this kind of soup Do there. They'll bring all kinds of soup that you choose from. So the Bible says this rich man fed sumptuously, he has so much food to choose from, all kinds of foods. And, and in the morning breakfast there's an apple here, there's a banana, you, you eat apple once in every seven years, we are celebrating seven years anniversary of something. Say I'll be, there. I'll be there. You'll be having breakfast, and there'll be apple here, there'll be banana here, there'll be um, there'll be um, strawberries here, there'll be cherries here, there'll be blackberries here, there'll be an orange juice here. Hey, there'll be a pomegranate here, there'll be a passion fruit here. Say I'll be there. I'll be there. Now that's how the rich man lived his life. And the Bible says that, and there was a certain poor man named Lazarus. Rich man, even being rich, his name was not mentioned. And I'm going to show you why. Are you ready? And he said, Lazarus was. You see, he talks about the a certain man who was rich. Now he said, a certain Lazarus who is poor. He is a beggar. May a beggar not be your signature? May you not be a beggar? Receive it now. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores. That this man was a beggar who was full of sores and was laid at his gates every day to beg the rich man. And it goes on. Let's continue reading. Uh-huh. And desiring to be fed desiring. Do you see the word desiring? His his desire was, I want to be fed by the crumbs that fall at the feet of the king, of the rich man. So if the rich man is eating the food that is left over, I want to eat it. That means the food that is for the dogs is what I want to eat. That was his desire. His desire was not to be rich. His desire was to beg and eat that falls at the feet. May that not be your desire in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And he says, Oh, and the dogs came and licked his sauce. I mean, this man was in such a way that dogs could come and lick his sauce, and he could not say, Hey, go away. He was comfortable, I mean, he was so lazy that he couldn't even drive away dogs from licking his sauce. But the Bible didn't say he had no hands. The Bible said he was a beggar. And dogs come to lick your sauce, and you are okay with it. You are watching the dogs lick your soul. Well, I'm sure the source will pain him, so when the dogs are licking it, it is it is sweet in a certain way. But that is a certain form of degradation in life. That the man was poor, the man was sick, and the man was a beggar. Are you with me? And he had the desire. To eat from the food that falls at the feet of a king. I right hear what you you are going home. And the Bible says that, and it came to pass, that the beggar died. Is it your Bible? Are you looking there? Why? Open your Bible. Why have you closed it? Open it and look at it. It came to pass. Somebody said it came to pass. pass. That the beggar died. And what happened to the rich man? Uh Uh-huh. Let's go. It said, and Lazarus was what? Carried away. And what happened to the rich man? Uh Uh-huh. Read it. Uh Uh-huh. The rich man also died and was buried. The beggar died and angels came for him. The rich man died and was buried. This leads me to my message I'm preaching to you this morning that your death is coming for you. Message somebody's name and ask the person, hey, are you here? Uh, you are not doing it. Your death is coming for you. Uh, what did the person say? He said, hey, this is serious. Listen, church, I came to preach to you this morning to tell you that your death is coming for you. The Bible says that this man was rich and ate all kinds of food. He had all kinds of food supplements. He had all kinds of bodyguards. He had everything that a rich man could have. He could be carried in a palanquin and led to any place he wanted to be. In today's time, he was sleeping in a massaging bed. Eh? He had all kinds of drugs he took. He has all kinds of doctors, seven doctors. One doctor takes care of his eye. another doctor takes off his intestines. there yeah, are rich people like that too. They don't work with one doctor. they work with specialists. 10 doctors. Hey. Be there. Say I'll be there. Now the back. This man was rich. But when death came. His riches could not stop him. No matter your achievement in life. One day you will die. Your death is coming for you. One day you will die. One day you will die. No matter the degrees you, uh, you, you accumulate in this life, one day you will leave your degrees. No matter the cars you buy, one day you will leave the cars. No matter the houses you build, one day you will leave the buildings. No matter the place you buy, one day you will die. There are people who even bought planes and their planes led to their death. It's not true. There are people who were in their private jets and they had an accident. Their plane crashed. There are people who, were, who bought their cars, massive cars, and their cars were their left. Is not true? There are people who built big buildings and their buildings collapsed on them. Listen, church. We live in a generation where everyone is pursuing something in life. And everyone wants to be successful in a certain way. But the interesting thing that I've noticed is that. In an attempt to be successful, people end up forgetting God. In a pursuit of success, people end up throwing God away. Looking for money, but without God. Looking for houses, but without God. Looking for cars, but without God. Looking for marriage, but without God. Everything, but no God. I came to tell you this morning, young person, that your death is coming. We live in a generation where people who are 20 years die. People who are 70 years die. People who are 40 years die. These days, everyone dies. You don't know when you will die. But the interesting thing you need to note is that your death is coming. It has taken a car. It is coming. It has gotten to Kumase. It is coming. It has finished taking a plane. It is coming. The rich man, he died. The Bible says that he was buried. Should I tell you a secret? Did you see that the dream said the poor man was buried? Look at it. Did he say he was buried? He said he died and angels did what came for him. He was so poor that no one was there to bury him. So the Bible couldn't say and the poor man died and nobody buried him. He died, they threw him in Tombola and left him to rot. And when they rich one, they gave him a nice burial. Yesterday I was at a funeral. And people say, oh, this person. But sometimes, eh, no matter the beauty of your burial, you can go to hell. You can have a, a whole plot of land bought to use to bury you and you go to hell. You can be buried with money and you go to hell. You can be buried with your cars and you go to hell. I know people that were buried and when they were buried in their graveyard, they packed all their cars. So when I die, make sure you pack all my cars there. So that when I go to the next life, I will drive my cars. And I want to show you the end of man after death comes for him. Let's continue reading. What does he say? (laughs) And the poor man also died. Listen poor people will also die. Not only the rich will die, the poor will also die. In other words, death is no respecter of the poor or the rich. It's no respecter of the old and the young. When it comes for you, it has come for you. It will not ask permission from you. And The Bible says the poor man died and the rich man also died. Let's look at what happened. Now he's talking about the rich man. He says, And in hell And in hell, what did he do? He lifted up his eyes, being in torment. This man was rich on earth, but was poor in the things of God. He ate sumptuously all kinds of physical food, but he never ate a spiritual food. He could buy anything he wanted to buy to clothe himself. He wore a purple cloth, but he did not have the garment of righteousness. Because the Bible says we should have a garment of righteousness. He had money, he could buy the best of shoes, but he didn't have the garment of righteousness. The garment that takes a person to heaven. And the Bible says when he died, his garments rotted. They got rotten. And he found himself in hell. And in hell, hell, the Bible says that the guy was in torment and in pain and hungry and thirsty. But in this life, the man was never, he had never been thirsty in his life. Never been hungry before. Because he was always being begged to eat. So many servants. But he dies. And when he dies, he finds out that he is in hell, in torment. And let's see what happens. Are you with me? Being in torment and saw and see if Abraham afar off now. He says that he was in torment and when he lifted his eyes, he saw Abraham. What's wrong with our projector? He saw Abraham where? Afar. Somebody said, far. far. Listen. There is a massive gap between heaven and hell. And he saw Abraham far. And what did he see? And Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. So Lazarus in Abraham's house in heaven. Eh? The word bosom means Abraham was seated at the right hand of Abraham. Lazarus was seated at the right hand of Abraham. Okay? In Hebrew, in Hebrew custom, Hebrew tradition, when they use the word bosom they are talking about right hand. That's why I can say Jesus is seated at the bosom of the father. It doesn't mean when the people translated it, they translated it wrongly is all under Abraham cocomanyen cocomu what tenin chen ya kabo som nae en chen oti this say we here na so bi ti on chen a ana say this say chiame what chiame me say what ya say because ya chair me not nanim baby wa kunwa bi not for that is what is referring to us Lazarus so let's imagine if this is Abraham Lazarus is seated here on a small chair like a servant then the rich man says. And he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. This is somebody, when he was alive, he would have never asked for mercy. Because his money can buy anything, can, can bribe any policeman. Can, I mean, Have you seen how some rich people bully the poor in this, in this country? They can take care of your house. They can take care Your own house you have bought. Your own land you have bought. You can buy a land and a rich man will bully you and take your house. Who needs car? What's in the shop? And that was the car. And in heaven he thought that he could do the same thing in heaven. So much that he was so proud that he wanted to send father Abraham. He said, Father Abraham. Now do this. Send Lazarus. He's instructing Father Abraham on what to do. You know that when I was in F, I I sent everyone. I could call anyone to come. And I could send everyone to go. Now I'm in hell. I have authority here. Now, Father Abraham. Send Lazarus. Let's see what Father Abraham says. But Abraham. He said, send Lazarus that he may dip his finger in water and cool, please bring the small puppet for me, and cool my tongue. Now, this man, the Bible says he ate sumptuously. I gave you the example of all kinds of drinks. Do you remember? All kinds of drinks you can choose from. Even yesterday when I was drinking water, there were all kinds of water. There was one with tonic inside. Water, but it's called mineral water with tonic. So if you don't want this water, there's another type of water. Now in, 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 in heaven, Rich man just wanted this, Father Abraham. Give me this. The guy who had all kinds of water, he had pito, he had insafufu, he had champagne, he had sobolo, he had amudro, he had fanta, he had asana in heaven. He couldn't ask for coke. He said, Don't I don't even want water that is in this water in something like this. This he said, that one crampo I know I will not get. So send Lazarus that you go and dip his hand in water because in hell, he was dying of thirst. And he said, so that, just like there. Uh, 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 uh. You see that? That's how it is. Because by the time Lazarus has done this and gone, be, uh. he said, this one cry is okay for me because I wish I could get even a drop of water on my... Because where I am, I am in pain and in torment. But in this life, he had everything he had. Listen, church, if you are not saved, your story may be worse than this. Your story may be worse than this. Some of you have brothers and sisters and wives and beloveds and uncles and whatever. Listen, this is their story. Who think some degree and they have a master's degree, they have a PhD, or they've worked for seventeen years? I told the story of the man I went to preach to about ten years ago, and he told me that he asked me my age. He said, "Do you know my age? I'm fifty years old. Do you have sense than me? Get out of here." I still meet him today. He's still like the same. He's worse than he was when I met him. The same drunkard. That one, if he dies within his sins, he may want this this and look at what abraham said to him abraham said to him abraham said to him but abraham said son do you see there abraham didn't say friend though he didn't say man he said son this means that this guy could have been a church member because you know that the bible calls us sons of abraham and abraham looked at him and saw that this is my great great grandson you know this one is an israelite And this one was in church. He said, son! Is it not son? Did he say stranger? Miss Abraham knew him. That's why the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, it said, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. There are a cloud. You see, all these people that have died and they are in heaven, eh, they are seeing us here. Everything we are doing, they are seeing. They know us. You may not know, but they know us. And Abraham is telling him, Son, listen what? Remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good things. Somebody say, Mercy. You had everything you needed in your lifetime, and you never considered to seek for eternal life because you never saw eternal life as a good thing. You saw meat, pork, chicken, KFC as a good thing. You saw sex as a good thing. Yeah. Because we live in a generation where sex is something that now, people talk about it anyhow. You saw money as a good thing. You said doubt in my life time enjoyed thy good things. We have to ask ourselves this morning are we enjoying our good things? And likewise Lazarus I can't find it. His evil things. I can't find it. Why is it? Yeah, Lazarus evil things. But now He is comforted, and thou art tormented. That's the first thing Father Abraham is telling his son, the rich one. Now, the the use of the good things and the evil things simply refers to persecution and the enjoyment of life. You will be persecuted for being a Christian. That's why some of you are even shy of bringing holding the Bible to church. Because you don't want people to know that you're a Christian for them to mock at you and laugh at you. And say, you people are still foolish. These days, two people still go to church. In such a wise generation. He said, you enjoyed your good things. Some of you are friends. One day it may be. May it not happen that you have been in church all these years and you end up with your friends in hell. Oh, that will be the greatest tragedy that has ever happened. May it never be. There is a, but now besides all this between us and you there is a great gulf fixed. He said there's a great gap between you and me. So that They which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us. That would come from thence. Then he said, Now look at what he says. Father Abraham, if you can't save me, if you can't give me a cup of water to drink, if you can't give me a drop of water to drink, now I pray you. Look at what he's saying. I pray. The guy on earth did not pray, but in hell. He's praying. Listen, I keep saying that one day you will need God. One day you will need God and it will be too late. In hell, the guy is praying. I pray, have mercy. But on earth, he didn't care. He didn't care about God. He didn't care about church. He didn't care about serving God. He cared about nothing but himself. Hell. Now look at the prayer he's making. Look at the prayer he's making. And he's making this prayer for you as well. He's making this prayer for your brother. He's making this prayer for your sister. He's making this prayer for your wife. He's making this prayer for your beloved. Look at the prayer. I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. I have five brothers who are living the same life I'm living. Five brothers. Listen, some of your friends who are dead who are in hell, eh, they are crying for you. Because they don't want you to join them in hell. You were told the joke that, oh hell, Michael Jackson is there. Oh hell, who else, Tarek Bonchaka is there. Hell, whoever is there, see Williams is there, whatever. I don't know all those people they are talking about. All these guys, Bruce Lee, whatever. I don't they are here. these guys are there. You know, Bob Marley, whatever. Then hell will be a nice place, oh. Reggae, enjoyment. And people these days, people are telling stories that heaven will be boring, but this is the story of hell. Don't be deceived. I'll be writing a book one day, and I'll call it. They lie to you. Listen, they lie to you about heaven and hell. That God loves you so much that he will not take you to hell if you're a sinner. That you have to just be a nice person, don't fornicate, don't lie, don't do what else. Give you some of examples. Don't steal. If you don't fight, you may dream Auntie, God will have mercy on me and forgive me, but the Bible says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And since all have sinned, all will go to hell. If all the if those who have sinned, all have sinned, what does it mean? All have sinned. All have sinned means everyone. Everyone is a sinner, and everyone is supposed to go to hell. The only bail out. They, like if arrested and put in jail, the only bail for you is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that is the difference between Lazarus and the rich man. They were both sons of Abraham. And one son went to heaven and another son went to heaven. And the difference was not even the one who had an advantage. The rich man should have been in heaven. Listen, your father, your father, Brother, your uncle, your aunt who is in hell is begging for evangelists to come to you. He says, Saint Lazarus, let him go and testify to my brothers. They are living the same life that they don't come here. Listen, that's your classmate that died some seven years ago who did not accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. He's crying for you. He's crying for you. He's begging God, beg God do something about this. God, do something about this. And look at what Abraham said. Then where are we? 21 29. And Abraham said unto him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. Listen. All these stories people say, hey, I went to hell and I came back, they are lies. Because this scripture says that people are not allowed to die and come back and give testimonies. Because that was the prayer. He said, No, over here, the moment you die, Hebrews 9 27 4 it is appointed unto man to die once and after this. When you die, you can't come back and testify. That's why you people that we pray for them and they are raised from the dead. People that are raised from when they come by, they don't remember anything. They don't remember anything. They just remember that they went into a dark place. They don't know what happened. Because sometimes you expect that, Lord, if there's heaven, oh, people ask, let me have a vision and go there. Listen, he says, You have Moses and the prophets. And I know the prophets, my name is part of it. You have Moses and Micah. And Micah. For you to give your life to Jesus and for you to save God. He said, You have Moses. He didn't say you have Moses and the pastors. He said, You have Moses and the prophets. In other words, prophets exist to call men to God. That is our existence. Our existence is to call men to serve God. Throughout the Bible, all prophets were like that. It's not today that prophets are more like people who are supposed to make you rich. this morning I came to talk to you church no one can come from the dead and tell you that Enoch hell is real and one day you may die no one can. because I know that if that's your classmate or that your uncle had died and resurrected again and comes to you that believed it and Moses is saying God has not instituted it to be like like that he wants you to believe without hearing from the dead you are Moses you Have Moses and Aven. You have Moses and Micah. And they shall preach the gospel to you. And that's why this morning I came to preach to you. And I'm saying the title of my message is your death is coming. Will you be Lazarus or you be the rich man? Will you go to hell or you will go to heaven? Will you go and say, I have other brothers? Send angels to go and preach the gospel to my brothers. one here today that is why you, some of you, you see you are saved though and that is why you must preach the gospel to your saved friends your saved friends and this is the right scripture to use for every evangelism Your saved friends they tell you "Oh, she knew you saved, a baby I said really uncle who died is praying for you that you don't join him. The rich one was begging. In your pursuit of beauty, for these days, that's what we see. All kinds of plastic surgeries. I'm not saying they are bad. But people are more obsessed about looking nice and having the latest clothes than they are about their salvation and their righteousness. So you have people come to church because they want to show their latest shirts. They don't come because they want to hear the word of God. So they do, they don't have a nice shirt, they don't come. Here people say, "Tell you, Pastor, I don't have a dress." But the same person goes to town. Pastor, I don't have a dress. Pastor, I don't have a dress. You go to the bank. One day, you wish, you will wish that you came to church. With one cent every Sunday, you will wish that with that, your one shoe, you sent it to church. You will wish. You will wish. Lazarus, even though he was poor but was wise, he said, I am poor, but I will serve God. I am poor, but I will serve God. I am poor, but I will love God. I may not have too many clothes. I may not have plenty of money on me. I may not be able to give thousands of cities, but I'll be in church. This day, you hear people say, Hey, this evening, everything is about money. Is everything not about money? When you go to work, it's not about money. Is school fees not about money? You didn't pay a her to come to church. Why do you say everything in church is about money? When there's only a portion of church service for raising money. But these day, you hear everyone say, Everything is about money. And because of that, you come to church, fine, your death is coming. All these preachers, you have sorry people say all these preachers are out there for money. Who is not out here for money? Huh? Who is not out here for money? Why are you in school? Why did you go to school? Did you go to school so you get a certificate game and go and brag with it? Why did you go to school? To get a service coach to go and make money. All of us are here about money. Do you think this woman was given to us for free? Who is there a check member here who can manufacture this? Do you think a church member here can manufacture this? Do you think a church member here can make this? Everything is made with money. Now listen. Even upon all of that, your money cannot give you salvation. And that is the dangerous thing. Because you may end up chasing after money. Listen. The rich people say, hey, what about, about money? Everything. Because people have chosen to love God, to love money, than to love God. One day, a rich young man came to Jesus. He said, What shall I do to inherit eternal life? In Luke chapter 18, verse 18. Luke 18, 18. Let's look at it. And a certain ruler asked him, Saying, good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now you may also be asking. Jesus said, why callest thou me good? None is good, save one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandment. Do you see what Jesus is saying? No one is good. So to think that you, you are nice and you are good and you go to heaven is a joke. He said, only God is good. That's what Jesus is saying. And he asked, thou knowest the commandments." Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and mother. And he said, All these have I kept from my youth half. He said, I've kept all these commandments. Then Jesus said, okay. And when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing." Oh, he said. Next verse, take us far. Take us back. Take us in front. Hey, Masa, just simply double click it you know, so you can't do it. Where is it? Yet, lackest thou wanting. You are zealous! You are passionate! But you lack one thing. And that one thing is the reason a lot of people don't come to church again. That one thing. What is the one thing? Sell all Distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Now, it's not distributing the poor alone that gives him treasure in heaven. There is a part of it that I added. Usually, people miss that scripture. It says, "And come and follow me."
1: It is come
0: and follow me that gives you a treasure in heaven. Next verse. Next verse. When he heard this, he was sorrowful. Why? Why was he sorrowful? For he was very rich. It is possible this guy is Lazarus, we don't know. He was very rich that he was willing, not willing to lose anything to serve God. Listen, Christianity, it's about losing, sacrificing, dying, and giving everything to God. about losing. The early apostles did not even want to own properties. Our fathers who gave us the church that we have today, they did not want to own properties. All they cared about was to preach the gospel and serve God. Today, we are the opposite of it. We are putting every other thing ahead of God. He left there sorrowful. Do you know sorrowful? It, it didn't say sad. If your Bible translation says sad, throw the Bible away. Look at it. If it says sad, throw it away. It is a fake translation. Sad is not sorrowful. I did the English language in school. To be sorrowful is to be extremely sad. It's not just sad. You are very sad that you, you are shivering. I mean, do you, have you lost a, a very close relative? How did you feel? That's not sad, though. That's sorrowful. It's like you are dead and you are walking. It's like we've here. I have had broken hearts. Eh? Have you had broken heart before? Real broken heart. If you have had broken heart, you understand. Or you have lost a very close relative who has died. You even think that you this is the door. You go and stand and be like, hey, why is the door not opening? <laughs> That's him. He left home. My car. I can't lose my my Land Rover. Oh! My flat screen. Give it to church. Look at our screen. You know? Somebody can give us a but because of the soil. So you mean I can watch this TV again? Oh! I can watch Super Sports again? Oh! If I give this seed you no, I'm supposed to be on WhatsApp every day. You know be on WhatsApp. No! We say we are prepared to do a harvest. So that we can build our church building. I expect that some people will go and pick something and say, Pastor, this is my TV, this is my laptop. Sell it. I don't have money. That's what Jesus told the guy go. was, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, come and follow me. Leave everything and come and follow me. Leave your certificate and follow me. These days you can't get people to come to church. Church has become a nuisance. You know, Pastor, I close at 5. And when I close at 5, I'm tired. Me, I went to work. Yesterday I was. I also went to work. That's my work. Ministry is my work. I got here, when I got there, it was 5.30 something. like I've gotten time to rest in the past three days or the past one week. I've been traveling like that and I'm tired like you but I'm here to serve God. I'm here to serve God. Serve everything and come and follow Jesus. No! My family will reject me. They will say I'm a fool. I'm I woke up. Death is coming. You will line up before God. We will line up before God. I'm asking. You were in church for 25 years. Where is your fruit? What shows that you're a Christian? Like, uh, my Lord, I was a teacher. You know, I was teaching people. Some people became doctors and nurses. And I served you. And you ask me, have you ever seen anywhere in my, my scripture that if you're a teacher, you are teaching students? What really annoys me is when you are an HIV AIDS teacher. <laughs> HIV AIDS teacher. say that because you are teaching a disease, a disease, you are serving God. And God is going to ask you, listen, your death is coming. Now, what is the, what is, what should we do now? Put your house in place. Put your life in place. If you die today, how will your life be? Where will you be if you die today? If he died today, I've had some of my classmates die. Some of my classmates have died. Just recently, I was calling and I saw a certain name. I had to delete it because the guy is dead. I can't call him again. I was scrolling my contact list, and I'm older than him. About two years. I was scrolling my contact list. So I said, "Oh, I wanted. I wish I could call him and check up on him." someone always two years old that I can die. You two you can die. Death is coming. Be there. And only be looking for money. Make your life all about money. And we are trying to hustle. And, 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 and we are trying to get money. We are trying to make money. We, trying to money. we are trying to get money. We are trying to get plenty money. We are trying to get plenty money. Your dead elder brothers. Your dead uncles in hell i pray praying for you that you don't come to hell. You are being stupid. All your life is about money. Come to church, you say no. Fast, you say no. Read your Bible, you say no. Go for evangelism, you say no. Midweek, you say no. Why? I'm making money. I'm making money. I'm making money. My classmate is having a party. Have to be at the party, we have to go for some party here. We are going for some party here. Your death is coming, your death is coming, your death is coming, Sharon. Your death is coming, Alice. Your death is coming, your death is coming, Christopher. Your death is coming, Mr. Fred. Your death is coming. The rich man died, and the poor man died. The rich man went to hell, and the poor man went to heaven. Be careful, be very careful. Be careful you don't put work ahead of God. Because in heaven, you want this. You see that I've done that I still not enter my mouth. You want this. That is what the rich man wanted. Send Lazarus to dip his hand into water. And come and do this for me. Do this for me. Oh, I beat him. And Lazarus will do it again. Atom, Nabi, Atom. Yeah, last chance. Your dead relatives that are in hell, they are praying for you. They are crying. They are not partying in hell like you have been taught to think. Don't play with your soul. Jesus said, What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What profit? Listen, listen, listen. You can go to school and serve God. You can be schooling and serve God. You can be working and serve God. You can be a doctor, be a pastor. You can be a doctor. But you, you are a teacher and you can't be a pastor. Eh? You are a miss, you are a carpenter. You can't go for evangelism. You can't come and serve in church. There are doctors and nurses and lawyers that are pastors. There are engineers that are pastors. We are students that are pastors? And what are your excuses? If I, if I serve God well, I'll fail my exams. If I serve God, who told you if you serve God well, you fail your exams? You fail your exam because of stupidity, not because you serve God. You were being stupid. now oh, 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 what were you thinking? And besides, check that you go on Sunday for about two hours or even three hours. And then maybe on a Wednesday or sometimes even on a Saturday or a Friday. And that one will make you fail your exams. And you are in class for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, eight hours every day. And you still fail your exams, you take it check that made you fail your exams. what shall profit a man if he shall gain the hold? I know you are trying to gain the hold. You are running up and down doing all kinds of jobs, contracts, teaching, doing this. You have forgotten about God. Yesterday I learned a powerful lesson when I met the rich woman. I felt like I was not a Christian when I met her. I felt like I wasn't a Christian. And I wish all poor people who are stupid would see her. Stupid Christians, I wish they would see her. We were just seated after we finished having our dinner, we just seated before I realized there was an alarm blowing in his, his church, his house. So his elder brother asked him, asked her, what is it? I said, that's my prayer time. I pray every 5 p.m. every day with my husband. And the alarm is time for me to pray with my husband. We have to do a video call, it's every 5 p.m. And she had got it. This is a, a billionaire. You, you say you don't have time. You say you don't. I looked at her said, I said, Now, what these are people we can really preach with and say, and, and say that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added how many rich people make wealth and don't have diseases and infections how many of them we well, are sitting there we say i go for checkups i don't have a single illness all my children none of them have a single infection none of them it's all my children none of them every 5 pm an alarm blows in the house it's time for prayer hey. And you hear some people. I mean, she is rich. Oh, I'm not saying. I met I rich people. And she has a, a shipping company, a shipping company that ships goods and products from from the US. And every five shipping company on our no, ship. Our ships. A fleet of ships. And every 5 p.m. she has to pray. 5 p.m. She has to pray. Every 5 p.m. she has to pray. You are paid 9 hundred university a month. You come to church every 2 months. And you think I'm um, the reason why you are poor. You think uh, church is the reason you are poor. Listen. Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things people are looking for. And all these things, I preached that message two two weeks ago or something. People are looking for examination passes, marital breakthroughs, business opportunities, open doors. Listen, if God doesn't help you, you are finished. You can write, listen, you... Could not like you because listen, the job you are looking for eh? and you, you are just trying to use your strength. When your own colleagues have gone for Juju and they are building houses, you are being stupid. Eh? That position you are looking for, your own, your friends are going to Malams. And you, you think that you have to work hard and be diligent in a certain way. Yesterday I was praying for a woman. I was praying for a woman. On, 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 on video call, she was in the US. And the woman works in a, a big company and a, a, yeah in a big hospital in the US. And when you are you are they are doing transplanting, like if they are going to give you a kidney, body pass for you to for them to do operation or maybe a Your kidney is poor, they have to give you new kidney. She has to sign, she doesn't sign, it cannot go. And she has been attacked by all kinds of disease and infections. And when I've read for her, the Lord spoke to me that people at her workplace have worked against her. They want to remove her from place. Because she's paid about about $7,000. That's how much in Ghana it is. And now, and every time she goes to work, she's fine when she's at home. The moment she goes to work, the the infection comes. (laughs) But the US, what's in Ghana? What's it? US credit to a group. 42,000 every month. Yes. I was praying for her and she was lying down with a cancer. It only comes when she's at the workplace. The moment she gets there, and she's very hardworking, and because of that, all them, the, because of that, even because of the sick, they still not sacking. Because in the U.S., would be a go one whenever you were, but because of her hard work, but anytime she goes there, it will come. And every now and then, they are the head, the hairs will call and say, "Please, if it's okay now, you can still come back again. We are waiting for you." And, and sometimes she'll try and go. When she goes, the disease will come again get an episode in an attack, she has to be carried back home. She's fine when she's home. She's not fine when she's at the wedding. And I prayed for her. Today she'll have a testimony. Seek ye first. A rich man eh, who has God, eh, that man. A rich man who knows God. Who can support, who can kill him? When I was in school, no, not in, when I was in SHS, when I was in SHS, I could go and beat people with a belt. When you misbehave, they call me and say, disciplinary, disciplinary, camp with my belt. I finished my, I said, I said me, you can't do me anything. I mean, like, I'm here, what can you do to me? Put me in and I said, you I mean, you can't take me to witchcraft. You can't do me. A, people, what can you do to us? I don't know if you understand. Not to talk of when you become rich and successful in your spiritual, life. not no devil. If it has to do with paying your way, to you can pay your way. You know, I mean, you can get everything done. And when people hate you and they want to go behind your back spiritually, spiritually to you are dangerous. I mean, what can stop you? And you don't want this. You don't want this. And at 5 p.m., her alarm was, was ringing. We are saying every 5 p.m., I pray with my husband and all the kids. Everyone must pray. Everyone must pray. Everyone must pray. And if you see the story building, when you pass in front of the house, the camera captures you, and her ph- wherever she is in the world, her phone vibrates. That will be the field. You, you are, we have to come and boot the door bang, bang before it opens. You don't want to serve God. You don't want to serve God. Yeah, I'm not saying it's easy, easy. As soon as somebody passes by the door, it will, show, it will show. I can see. I can even communicate with people anywhere, who will be banned if you know how to get an obvious many Open then, oh your wine, say and say, mini gates. Every 5 p.m. alarm rings. It's time to pray. But you, come on, come to church. Come on, come to church. It's a problem. Come on, come to church. Not it's time to pray. 5 p.m. it's time to pray. Come on Sunday. Be be in church. It's a problem. Listen, your death is coming. One day, you will stand before God. And you ask you questions. What did you do with your life? What did you do with your life? The devil is coming, listen. I keep telling people, especially parents, if you don't know God, how will you raise your child? How will you raise your child? I mean, you you are smoking. You are drinking before your child. By the time the child is 12 years, he starts drinking. It's a gay. Because you have no rules and you have no guiding system. Your death is coming. Will you be Lazarus? Or you'll be the rich man? What shall a prophet a man he shall the What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? What shall a man can you give one million dollars to exchange HM for your soul? <laughs> when the world's richest people about to die they fear. when he was at his deathbed, no money could save him. No money. When he got cancer, no money. No money could save him. Yeah, não sei Want to é isso. Eu Listen. A church that does not know how to sacrifice and serve God is sick. Church is sick. Lift your hands and ask God for mercy. Your life. You can ask for God for mercy. Let me ask God for mercy. Mercy. Have mercy on me. I've been slow. I've been lazy. I've been lazy. I've not been a soul winner. I've not even been a serious Christian. Is this how you ask God for mercy? Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let me hear you.